Welcome, whores, hood rats, and heathens. This is Unlicensed and Unhinged. I'm Jeremy Granite. We are going to do a new segment today called Kington and Unhinged. And of course, as always, I'm joined by the wonderful and beautiful Alex. Welcome back. Thank you very much. It's Alex, a.k.a. Playmate of the Year. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Just kidding. I may mean, say model in the middle. May say model Titties in the middle. Titties are still out. Titties are out. Tits are out. Same energy. Same art form. Same shit. Different I, day. I think we count it. I think we count it. It's I, good David. He I mean, so, I think he we had, count he it. He had so many playmates and a playmate of the year, so I'm, I'm on his level. So we're going to dip our toe into a segment called Kinked and Unhinged, and this one isn't going to necessarily be you know, fully centered on the kinked or lifestyle. It's going to be more or less... Maybe just like a uh, summary of both mine and Alex's uh, past dating experiences. It might dip into <laughs> some of the kink stuff, but it might just be a lot of funny stories about the most I'm extreme and wild dating experiences. So if we're going to kick this off, I think maybe we should just go one for one. What do you think? Yeah. Would you like to go first or would you like me to? <sighs> you know, mine's are, mine are hard to follow up on, so I should probably follow up on yours. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Let me so, set. Okay, so let's talk about this. All Do right. you want to, I, I think what we should talk about is <clears throat> our probably best date that was, turned out to be ridiculous, and probably also our worst. Okay, so you want to start. Sex. Let's. No, are we, are we going to include, I think we should include sex. Okay? I want to talk about all, let's talk about all of it, because yeah. that's like, I mean, if, if we're going to do it, we might as well do it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that the. The funniest things sometimes are insects, and also the funnest things. You know, it could be like good funny or bad funny. Did you say incest or insects? Insects. Yeah. I, I think although insects, although like inc- inc- incest can also be funny. No, I don't want to be playing that game. I'm not into that. Have you ever know. met someone that was kind of like potato headed, and you're like, ooh, that the was incest? The closest thing I've ever had with <laughs> incest is having sex with someone with my own name. Hmm. That was fucking weird. <clears throat> well, it was the most narcissistic I'm not thing saying, I've ever done. I'm not saying incest. As an activity is funny, okay. But sometimes the re- sometimes the results of incest are hilarious. No, like if you ever met someone that was clearly like clearly the product of incest, it's kind of funny, dude. Like you have to laugh a little I'm not bit about it. I'm plus, plus, I've I met mean, some hillbillies, but I'm not. I haven't met. Well, mm, 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 that's not true. But on the flip side of it, literally half of the fucking world has made heroes out of one of the most incestuous families in the history of humankind. Are you talking about Queen Elizabeth? I'm talking about the entire royal <laughs> family. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm talking about the entire royal family. They are yeah. truly, they, they are, are truly the most famous incest babies. They are definitely inbred blue bloods. Yeah, that's, that's which sure. which makes it kind of funny yeah, if you I think about it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty narcissistic to be like, "No, nah, we keeping this in the fam." Yes, <laughs> I thought mine was narcissistic having sex with another Alex. Yeah, I mean, that would be a little harder for me to have sex with another Jeremy without going full gay. True. Well, actually, no, that is not true. I know a female named Jeremy. What do they look like? She's pretty hot, but she's married with two kids. I mean, that hasn't slowed me down very often. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I, she's, she's, no, no. No. <laughs> All right. Does she want to step out? I mean, you don't fucking know. You don't fucking know. You don't know what's going on in that house. I was like, you know, I don't, I don't know. They're definitely hippies, so maybe. I mean, it could be what they do every Saturday, for all you know. God bless them. A female Jeremy is a cool concept, though. I've never even thought about that as a possibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So let's kick it off. Let's kick it off with worst. (laughs) Let's let's go worst. I got a hell of a good one for this. (laughs) This is so good. All right, so this is the story I'm going to start with. 
it isn't necessarily even the, that much about the sex because it really ultimately the sex is the least interesting part about this story. So I'm going to set the scene. This is way back in the year of 2014 of our Lord. <laughs> nope, sorry. That's scratch that. 2012 of our Lord. Okay. That was when we were supposed to die. Yeah, 2012 of our Lord. <clears throat> you got a young, trim, clean-cut Jeremy. Was this in the military? Yeah, I was in the military. Okay. Right. And me and my friend Nidig, he was also my roommate. Mm -hmm. uh, his, Nate, his first name is Nate, but everybody goes by the last name, so he's Nate Nidig. All right. Okay, I hope he's out there listening. I don't know if he is, but if he is, he'll get a kick out of this story. God, I hope so. So we're, we went to this pool hall on a pretty regular basis. And it was like our, one of our main spots. You know, We'd usually go there on like uh, Wednesday or Thursday nights. Mm -hmm. And we did other more hood ratty activities on the weekends. But this particular Thursday night, he had run into this girl that he had been trying to get with for a very long time. They had a whole vibe. It's a work down. Yeah, and it was a thing. And uh, she had a friend with her. Let's just say, to be polite, the woman had a very nice body. Oh, she was a shrimp. No, but her face looked like she had literally fucking eaten like a fucking semi or something. Like, it was bad. They called them shrimp. Or they call them bad girls or fucking butterfaces. You, 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 bite, the, you bite the head oh, off. Oh, you bite the head off? Okay, I see that point. <clears throat> so, you know, they're nighting in this girl. We're getting their little and chat And also, that's on. me. That's what I am. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. You're, you're provably gorgeous. We oh, have... Really? We have published proof of that anyway back okay. to my story sorry non-shrimp <laughs> so uh he's talking to the girl he wants to get with and her friend is kind of getting in the way and so mm. nidig pulls me off to the side and he's like hey my guy <clears throat> look i'm gonna need you to take one for the team <laughs> and i'm like i'm like dude come on man you know because the girl wasn't just unattractive on the face she was also very annoying yeah personality yeah personality too. right and, uh, you know, like I was also kind of wanting to go out. I had just gotten I had just gotten a brand new Corvette and I was kind of like trying to. Get, oh, sorry. That wasn't the Corvette. That was the GTO. It had a backseat. Nice. This is going to come into play later. <clears throat> and I kind of want to go flex my muscle car and look hot, yeah. and do fucking fuck boy shit, you know. Yeah. And but he's like, come on, man, you got to do it for me. He's like, pull the friend card. He I did would've... save my life one time. So like, all right, fuck. I'm like, here's the deal, though. You're going to pay for my drinks. All tonight. And he's like, fucking deal. He's like, I got you. Yeah, he's like, I got you. And he was ready to go. You know, like, he's really getting ready to put in that work. So, you know, I stepped up all suave and put my charm, poured the charm on real thick. And the girl was feeling it. And so it was going. Right, and she's he was like, hook, line, and sink. She was like, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? I was doing some fucking, I was doing some public service that night. I believe She you. was ready for it, you know? Charity work. Charity work, as you would call it. Yeah. So <clears throat> I step up to the plate for sure. Started fucking hitting it. Hitting balls, you know, getting knocking it out of the park for him. And about 10 drinks of, of his wallet down, he comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, you don't even have to do that anymore. It's, I got it in the bag. And I'm like, bro, you cannot put the grenade pin back in the grenade. You can't. Like, the pin is out of the grenade. Like, I'm fucking ready to go now. You got me now getting I'm fucked doing up. It. Yeah. Now I'm horny. <laughs> now I'm like a... <laughs> you know, and he laughs about it. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, so I'm like, I'm fucking committed now. Like, yeah. I'm... I'm now I'm fucking drunk, all horned up. I'm ready to get after it, do, do some God's work, you know. And Nate and her were ended up going back to our house, and his wall was right next to mine, and she just, like, refused to want to have sex on the opposite side or the opposite wall of her friend. 
So I'm like, what the, the girl, fuck? The girl that you're... Yeah, the girl that I picked You're up. doing charity work with? Yeah, so I'm like, what the fuck? All right. And so... You're like, perfect. We're just driving, and she, she's like, just pull off somewhere. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Fine. So we pull off in a little fucking, like, commercial area, you know, mm-hmm. all the warehouses and shit. And she starts fucking slobbing it up in the front seat, right? And, you know, like... Is it a manual or automatic transfer? It was a manual, yes. Yeah. Okay. She, she, she had to kind of, like, lean over it, but we put the seats all the way back. Yeah. Keep in mind, this wasn't a brand new car, but it was brand new to me. It had, yeah. like, it had like 20,000 miles had on it. Had you hooked up in it yet? Nah. I oh, this anything. is your first. So I'm, like, breaking it in, yeah. But, you know, up. like, I'm pretty good and fucking drunk. I definitely not should not have been driving. Yeah. You know, to be fair, kids, do not drink and drive. Do not do that. Don't do that. It's a bad okay. idea. But when you're a young soldier and you come back from war, you pretty much think you can't be killed. Sure. <clears throat> Thus far, I have proven that to be correct, but I also try to act a little bit more responsibly now. So, there we are. Still don't do it. There we are. Me in the front seat, her with my cock down the throat. You know, she's, she, she's doing a fucking... Were you furious f- at this point? Yes, I was. Good for you. Yeah, and, Good she, for her. and she took it like a champ, you know, which was impressive, right? And, you know, it got me pretty fucking... It got me pretty riled up. I was ready to go. So, yeah. she's like, yeah, let's jump in the back seat, right? And the back seat in, in a, a GTO, this was a 2005 Pontiac GTO mm. with a six liter V8 in it. Mm. <clears throat> Not important for the seat dimensions, but, is, but just so the it's motherfuckers to me. listening. I know. Yeah, yeah. It had some grrr. It had some grrr <laughs> to it, like you know? So we hop in the back seat, kind of, kind of a combination of the front seats down and in the back seat, right? And we start fucking getting after it. Mm. And I was real drunk, and I know I was real drunk because about fucking about 80 strokes into this event, I'm just like, Man, I smell blood. You know what I mean? Oh, did she start her period? No, she didn't start her period. She had been on her period. And she didn't say a fucking thing at all. And this car had suede seats in it. You no! know what I mean? So I didn't even realize. I just kept doing, doing my work, right? And then I finished up. And we both hop in the front seat. What? And I'm giving her a ride back to her house. And we st- like, we're driving, you know, and we stop at a red light. And there's a big street light above us. And I just look over my shoulder. And I see this giant fucking blood stain. Right? Oh, you mean the, the murder scene in the back? Yeah, straight up a blood scene the size of like a fucking duffel bag. Like it was huge. It <laughs> went all the way across from the middle of the fucking driver's side rear seat to the fucking passenger side middle seat. Like it was a full blood smear because I had fucked her all the oh, way across the car. You know what I mean? I mean, this car isn't that big. Yeah, I know. There wasn't a lot of space, but there was blood everywhere. You know what I mean? So I was fucking pissed. I have this horrible image in my brain of just oh. like <laughs> the worst part it wasn't even as simple as just like free-flowing blood like you could see the no. clots and shit in it dude That's like it was disgusting. so bad oh dude i was fucking immediately fucking furious so i dropped this bitch off and then i spin to the fucking the closest fucking auto parts store actually i think it was a walmart because it was like fucking one o'clock in the morning oh and I get, like, fucking upholstery cleaner, right? And I just spent the next two hours cleaning the ever-living shit out of this seat. And I got it all out, but the only problem was, from that point forward, you could Ugh. tell that that part of the seat was way fucking cleaner. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was it was. You would have had, had to put all the work into it. I would have literally had to fucking change the, the fucking seats out, reupholster them. There's no way to fix it beyond that. Okay, because- all right. As a woman who has had... A few one-night stands under my belt. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've had a few. I would absolutely fucking never, never go out and fuck some dude like on my second or third day of my period. 
No shit. As, as all the women who live here, like who are listening into this podcast, we all know what I'm talking about here. Men, you have no idea. And we all, you know, it's like, it's part of your cycle. It is what it is. Especially like she fucking knew. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was pissed. Cause she fucking knew. And if she had told she me, knew. like, look, I don't mind getting a little blood on my spear. Yeah. You just yeah. stood outside though. And yeah. That's what I'm saying. Car. I could have fucking, I could have like laid something down. I could have yeah. fucking taken precautions. She fucking knew. And you want to know how I know she knew? The next day, when I was cleaning out my car, I found her panties and a fucking tampon shoved under my seat, dude. You know, I was about like, to ask that. I wonder if she went to the... I was about to say, I wonder if she went to the bathroom. Nah, dude. Before. She uncorked that motherfucker right oh in my back my seat, dude. Oh, my God! <laughs> like a bottle of wine you don't fucking want. I'm telling you. Did you make your buddy pay for the clues? Nah, no. Nah. That was on me, dude. He told me I didn't have to do it, and I did it still. Well, so that's that's probably that's probably up there as one of my worst for sure. I have a couple other that are pretty close to that, but that's pretty bad. That's yeah. disgusting. I mean, it was fucking gross. It was gross just as a for woman, the, as just, a woman, as a woman, like the only time I have like period sex, like truly period sex is when I'm with a partner for like a, in a committed relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I get you know, that. And, like, we're both like down for it yeah. you know, sort of thing. But even then I'm still like, man, let's go in the shower. Yeah. You know, like maybe throw a towel down, dark towel. Maybe like day like, four or two when yeah, it's like, you know, like, it's I'm not, not so like, bad. I'm like, <clears throat> Not when I'm. I mean, I personally do not give a shit if it's with a partner. I will eat that bloody pussy. That's oh how my. Oh my god! That's how. That's how this beard got so much red in it. Oh dude. my god! <laughs> no. uh, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't give a fuck. Just do not destroy my shit. You know oh what I'm saying? Like, god. let let a motherfucker. I keep. Man, I, I keep a black towel every day, dude. I keep a black and a red towel just for that reason. Well, God you know, bless you. Like, okay. I'm ready to do God's work. Anytime. Well, guess what? You not only did charity work, but you went above and beyond and got uh, volunteer of the month. I seen her like I seen her like six months later, and I was just no, like, "Did you no, did you go up and talk bitch. to her? I would have no. I would have sent her the fucking receipt. Nah, I would have. Why nope. didn't you make her pay for your drinks at least? Nope, nope, pussy. I'm not a pussy. I just. I'm not a pussy. I eat pussy. <laughs> I, I'm not a pussy. I just didn't want to talk to her again. Oh, okay. I was like, you you're fucking like, bitch, like, dude. No. I was pissed. No. Like, I like, look, I get it. Like I was saying, she fucking knew. And if she had just said anything, mm-hmm. uh, we would have made proper precautions and it would have been just yeah. fine. You know what I mean? But the fact she hit it. Yeah. And knew. Well, and then and I still had, hit the rest. Then of I had her bloody ass panties and a tampon to deal with. That's the That was even worse, dude. I was like, oh, bro. <laughs> Ugh. Gross. And this was in Germany. No, this was this was a forehead. This was outside Fort Hood, Texas. Oh God, yeah. Texans. Yep, goddamn Texas. Goddamn Texas. It's a hot Texas. Every, night. Everything is bigger in Texas. It's yeah. a hot Texas night. We're getting sweaty in the back of well, a fucking muscle car. I mean, good for you for doing the charity work. Yeah, you know, I felt real did fucking. It, did it, okay, so the thing is, did he end up? Oh, he got his, yeah. Did and they ended up actually dating for a while. Say, did yeah, he end up yeah, dating yeah. her? Aww. So, like, in that, in that regard, I don't regret it because he's a good man and he deserved to be happy. And from all the bad shit you've done, you had to put some work in. Yeah, so I figure it was a little right. bit of my karma because that was prior to the point where I had made the conscious decision to not be a piece of shit to women. All right, fair enough. You know enough. what I mean? So maybe that was a little bit of the universe being like, hey, bitch. Get your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my fucking, that's, that's one of my bad ones. I can't even call it my worst because I got a couple. Maybe we'll get into more later. So I have one that was uh, something of mine was also destroyed. From a man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, right. boy. So once upon a time. Actually, this is also in 2012. That's fucking ironic. Now that you're thinking once upon a time when Alex was a wee child. Just kidding. I was not. I was 25. And... 
Yeah, you don't get to play that shit with me. You're a little bit older than I am. <laughs> I know. I am just a little bit. I'd love just a, a slight older. bit. I yeah. just a slight bit, but it's just enough. No. When I was 25 years old, living in Petoskey, Michigan, God bless it. If you guys ever get the chance, go back to go to Petoskey, Michigan. Go check it out. It's in a uh, half hour from the bridge from the Upper Peninsula, hour and a half from north from Canada. It's fantastic, beautiful, right on the water. It's gorgeous. So I was there. One of our um, one of my big things is uh, one of my big kind of little things. I love hockey players. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've heard about this before. I love hockey players, dude. They got like fat asses, tight little bodies, and they're giant, man. Like I love hockey players. Like and then, plus they have that like brute strength and everything. And they're aggressive. Mm, love it. Mm-hmm. So I happenstance to come across one that played on a beer league. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beer oh League boy. hockey players are still a lot of fun, you know? And like, oh, I'm sure. I was 25. It was a good time, you know? But... Well, uh, I also fuck like they're not rich yet, so... Correct, because they're not. But he... Because <laughs> they're not. But I randomly met him. He was a bartender. And I was just like, you know, you're cute. But I, he had this accent. And I thought it was an ironic accent when he was bartending. Okay? <sighs> because I'm, I'm, to paint the stage... He looks like a young George Clooney, like off of General Hospital. If anybody is at that age, remembers General Hospital, look I'm, up George I'm old Clooney. enough to remember it. Yeah, with the curly hair. Back thin. when he was gorgeous. Yeah, like young, beautiful, before he ate, like before he aged into the silver fox that he is. This, this is exactly what this guy looked like. And I was like, man, this guy's hot. But he had this fucking weird hillbilly accent. And I'm talking like, woo! <laughs> Oh boy, yeah. like straight up, like straight up fucking redneck shit. Redneck like, accent. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And like I can, I can barely yeah. even recreate it because it's so. I know a hundred guys like that from the army. Dude. But but this is like in northern Michigan. This isn't in the south. This yeah. isn't even in southern Michigan. This is like at the tip of the mitt sort of deal. Like hold your hand up, like up here. But Michigan, Michiganies, rural Michiganies, Michiganians, Michiganians, rural Michiganians got a lot more in common with boys from the south than they do with anyone else in the north you know what i mean like some hillbilly tendencies i will give you that and this guy did and so i originally because you know we weren't like hanging out too much i would go to the bar and i would get drunk and be like we flirt a little bit sort of deal and so i didn't realize that the accent was a real thing not fucking ironic and one night i told like this is one of like when i was 25 i was raging okay i was drinking partying every night sort of deal and the one night, I, and it was a cold January night. I'll never forget this. I will never forget this moment. And I, he called me after his beer league hockey game. Right. And he was rip-roaring drunk. You know, they drink a case of beer. Well, did they, did they win or lose? That's they important. won. And so, that's so why he was like, juice. He was yeah, he was fucking juice, yeah. dude. He, he <laughs> yeah, won. Yeah. And he also drank yeah. a case after that. And then they went out to the bar. And he was like, come on down. Blah, I know. And I was like, (laughs) and I'm super sober. Okay. This is the one night I did not drink the one night out of years. (laughs) Okay. And I was like, no, I'm really tired. I want to, I just want to go down. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. And I lived right downtown. And all of a sudden I, I was already laying in bed. Okay. And all of a sudden I hear someone stumbling up to my house and dunk, dunk, dunk. literally just banging. <laughs> and I lived in the attic apartment sort of deal. So it was three flights he had to get up. And this was a big fucking dude. He was one of the bigger dudes I've ever dated. He was 6'2". Yeah. Which, by the way, because I don't date. You don't like tall big guys I, I that don't. much. I prefer them under. I prefer them under six feet. Like 5'11 is pushing it. Yeah. You know, and so. You, this, like, you like medium, stocky, built guys, generally. Like, I don't know. A little bit of I, definition. I'm a, I'm a little person. And so, like, 
this is how I also learned I do not like men who are bigger than like over six feet because I'm only five six, but I have a very short torso. Are we finding the origin stories of this preference? Yes. Okay, this is good. This is good <laughs> shit. I'm in. I'm, I was already in, but I'm yes. definitely in. Yes, and uh, and that's the thing too. Like I never really dated tall guys, and this was like the first tall one. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And he's a hockey player, and he's hot. He looks like young George Clooney. He has a fat, fucking tight ass. Into it, dude. And he comes storming up, banging. He's like, and so my last name. I, I've actually never said it on the podcast. My last name is Sullivan. And so he comes screaming up the things like Sully. <laughs> <laughs> screaming at my again i'm super fucking sober and i'm just like what fuck. In the fuck so he's not calling me by my first name right. not calling me baby not calling me like be nothing intimate. sweet yeah no nothing romantic or cute or sexy or he's in like, fucking war mode war mode <laughs> so he gets in my bedroom and mind you i lived in like almost it, i had a king-size bed and it was literally filled up my entire room it was like a romper room sort nice. of deal yeah. so i'm laying there i'm like oh my god and he comes in and the motherfucker starts Flipping me around, spanking my ass, screaming, so excited. I'm like, oh my God. And the thing is like, I kind of have to go with it because I'm super little and I can't fight off the six foot two drunk dude who's being absolutely ridiculous. This almost sounds rapey, honestly. But no, 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 it gets better because it wasn't I I, like it gets better because trust me. No, it wasn't rapey because I was like laughing with it, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'm like, okay, okay, calm down, calm down. And then all of a sudden he gets this look on his face. And he goes, I've been a bad boy. And I go, oh, no. Excuse me? And he goes, I've been a real bad boy. And I go, what do you mean? (laughs) Like, exactly like, like, what do you mean you've been a real bad boy? Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Don't want it. (laughs) All of a sudden, he turns around and gets down on all fours. Oh, no. And pulls down his pants, exposes his bare ass, and turns around and looks at me. And I go, I look at him and he goes, I've been so bad. I need a spanking. Oh God. And I look at him and it's one of those moments I go, you know, like I gave it a good, like the good old American I am. I gave it a good old college effort (laughs) and I spanked his ass. Nice. Yeah. You put in that work. No, apparently. And he goes harder. Uh Oh, so I did it again. And then he goes harder Uh and it gets like real deep in his voice. And I'm like, Uh I'm I'm like, Okay. Trying to give it all you got. I'm trying everything, especially like I'm sober. If I was drunk, I'm, I would have definitely been like, I would have probably fucking left some welts on this dude because I was pissed. And, but I was sober and just like, I don't want to hurt him. And then all after the third slap, he gets up, pulls his pants up and he's standing there looking at me. He goes, you're weak. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I go, excuse me. He goes, you're weak. And I need another woman who's stronger than you. I go, what in the fuck? I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) You storm up here, flipping me around after I told you not to come up here. You're calling me Sully, spanking my ass. And you tell me I'm fucking weak. Get out of my house. And he goes, he, he, he. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, starts snuggling me. I'm like, okay, fine. You're fucking wasted. Lay down. You're leaving my house in the morning before I go to work. So then. Uh Uh-oh. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. So finally he calms down. I wake up. And I'm like, what in the fuck? I roll over to snuggle him, and I, it's so wet. And so I'm like, oh, uh, no. I was like, oh, my God, no. So I touched myself immediately, thinking I pissed the bed. Yeah. Dry, dry. Because yeah. I was wearing, like, clothes and everything. Yeah. Because we did not have sex, obviously. What a disappointment. I roll into him. 
He fucking pissed my bed. That entire 30 rack of beer and all the beers he drank out of the bar yeah. ended up in my bed. Oh, no. And I woke him up. So it was like soaked. 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 Like unfixable soaked. Soaked. What a fucking douche. Soaked. So I wake him up. I'm like, dude, wake up. You pissed my bed. He goes, what? No, I didn't. I'm like, look at me and look at you. And at some point or another, he got bare ass fucking naked. So this dude is standing there like a scolded child at the end of my bed naked. This is where I got the ick. And I'm like, I cannot You're see like, you. Yeah, we're, I, done I, here. No, we're done here. <laughs> we're so done then here. He was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, whatever. You know, so I start stripping the fucking sheets. And mind you, it's 530 in the morning. It's 530 in the morning. I don't have to be to work until nine. Yeah. So I'm like, God damn it, you know, and I'm not a morning person at this point or anything. So I'm like fucking getting the sheets all together and everything like that. And I'm pissed. And then all of a sudden I go, okay, I got to go to work. He goes, you got to go to work right now. I go, yes, I have to go to work. Cause my old boss, he had in the um, office that we had washer dryer. Nice. So I'm like, I'm going over there. I'm just going to yeah. go sleep on the couch, sort of deal. Just go over there. Yeah. So he's like, you got to go to work now. I'm like, yes, I fucking got to go to work now. And you have to leave my house, sir. Get the fuck out. This motherfucker all of a sudden starts digging in his pants and he pulls up $40 oh. and he tries to give it to me. Like that's going to help. I, I literally, and I was like, what in the fuck? And he goes, no, 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 this is for you. And to this day, I still do not know if it was for the spankings or if it was for the sheets. I'm going to go with a little column A, a little column B, dude. I think it was a little bit of both, dude. But knowing you, your sheets cost way more than $40. Uh, yeah. 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 I was like, you motherfucker, you like came around, pissed my fucking bed. I got the ick from you, so now I can never date you because I'm horrified. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, just as a guy. I I, didn't get laid. I've gotten so fucking wasted before, but I've never gotten like pissed someone's bed wasted. I, I honestly can say I've never been so fucking drunk that I pissed myself. Like, I, the, well, I have. A slight exception will be like, I've Please been sir. so drunk that I'm still kind of pissing and I like, like a little like drip, you know, yeah. like, like throw it in too early and zip it up and leave a little wet spot on my pants. Yeah. I've been that drunk. Yeah. But I've never been full piss the bed drunk. I don't know Ugh. if that's a setting I have. You God, know? I still cannot even like, I, I wish I, I, our listeners, I swear to God, if I had, I wish we had video right now to show you the way this dude was bent over, showing me his ass and turning and looking at me. And I had to like make a decision. <laughs> I had to put the college effort in. I was like, you know, I'm a good American. I'll do it. I'll try. And for him to tell me I'm weak, like get the fuck out of my house, you rat bastard. It had been, if, the, if this was a movie we were making about our combined experiences, for this scene, it would have been a funnier plot twist if you just like slid open a closet door and just had like a shit ton of fucking studded leather paddles or something and just beat his ass into oblivion. Yeah. I mean, he might have been into that. I should have just grabbed a fucking belt. That's what I would have said. You know, well, but I didn't. I, was, I wasn't drunk. Like you said, you're sober. Super and this sober. is like right now, if that happened, I bet you would whoop that ass. Because you're a little bit older, a little oh, bit yeah. more jaded, a little bit angrier with men. <laughs> no, I'm not angrier with men, but like I hope that uh, when the occasion arises, I can also rise to the occasion. I hear and, you, yeah. you know, bring, like, bring the people what they want. energy. Yep. Yeah, bring you the know, people what they know, want. You know, who am I to deny their happiness? You know, I feel the same way. Who am I to deny their happiness? I, I've had many partners that had kinks that weren't necessarily mine, and as long as it doesn't cross some of my hard limits, which yeah. is like shit, piss, children, and animals, that's like... Well, I've already been pissed on. Yeah, I mean, not, not my vibe, though. Yeah, you no, know? no, no. Those I'm are the only places that. I personally draw the line. I'm not so if I got if I got a partner, if I got a partner, that's into something that's not necessarily my cup of tea. I'm I'll always try. down. I'm always down for the cause. You know I'll what I mean? Try. I'll, I'll let it. I'll let it ride. I'll do my best. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 
I don't like to fucking fail at anything. No, so. me neither. <laughs> that's a competitive area. Yeah, yeah. like, well, for, first I off, I've never why, done this, but I'm going to kill the game. I think that's why it pissed me off so much was he told me I'm weak and he wants to find someone else that's stronger because immediately just let off my competitive edge in me. So I was like, get the fuck out yeah. of my you house. You should have actually kicked his ass out. Would have saved yourself a whole lot of fucking being covered in someone else's urine. And then when he was leaving, I swear in his car as he was leaving, he goes, call me. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're, never. You're like first on the list of things I'm not going to fucking do is that. And I'm never calling you again. And there That's was like, hilarious. What? I know, dude. Like, That's fucking funny as yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, man. And there was like another instance like two weeks before. Like he like got like I went over his house, cooked me dinner. And this is when I realized that the accent wasn't. Yeah. Is actually who he was. Yeah. And he like uh, with the whole tampon thing. He like I told him, I'm like, I'm on my period. I can't. That motherfucker ripped it out of me. Cor- oh, Uncorked you. Yeah. Nice. And That's I was all like, right, okay, though. this guy's a freak. And I was fucking like, I don't know if I want to do this with you. And this is all within the span of two fucking weeks. Kissed him on New Year's, and it was January 14th. Two weeks oh. of the shit. Yeah, you barely were through the getting to know each other stage at that I point. I didn't. I still don't <laughs> even know him. I, <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think he's a Gemini. I mean, let's Geminis do be out here busting weird shit off. Yeah, but his ex-wife, though, yeah. or his ex-girlfriend he was with for years, she's a parole officer, and now I know she's a fucking freak. Yeah, I'm sure she has to be. All right, we're just about at the 30-minute mark, so I think we should just go ahead and give it our normal fucking break here. Yeah, it's a perfect break, and then we're going to come back with our best. Yeah, and I think... I think also, if you got it, if you got another bad one, I got another good bad one too. We could I got do another, two. I got another good bad one too. We we could do two. We could do two bads and maybe two goods or two. We could I do got time. We could, we could do two bads and one good, and then uh, we'll wind it down from there. So, this stay is, tuned. Stay tuned because we'll be right back, and we are back. <laughs> okay. Y'all ready for this? Yeah. So. Uh, we're gonna jump. We're gonna jump off theme just a slight bit for this story. It's gonna be not necessarily a bad date, but we decided during the break that we're gonna do uh, a second bad or awkward sexual experience story. Mm-hmm. So the let me set the scene for this one. Okay. This one is young, even younger soldier Jeremy. This is when I was in my first marriage. Oh. And yeah, how old are you in this one? I was about twenty-two, twenty-three around oh, this time. Twenty-one, fresh. twenty-two max. Married at 19. 19 years yeah. old? Oh, yeah, that's a story for a different time. Yeah, that's but, a story yeah. for a different time. Yeah, but um, so 20 years old. And you grew up in California. Yeah. You're not even from the Midwest. No. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, we'll get into it another time. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. another time. Another it's time. got some family tie shit in there, mm. so we'll, we'll get Incestual. into that. No, no, not like that. <laughs> but needless to say, uh, me and my first wife were uh, slotted to be married in high school. So. Yeah. Um, that the story starts, you know, we're young married couple. I'm a private in the army. You know, I'd only been in my first duty station for maybe, uh, 12 months at this time. Okay. And me and her, you know, we're struggling to adjust and connect in a new life, you know, because we had been high school sweethearts and all of that. And, you know, it got a little troubled and a little stale. So we decided we wanted to spice some stuff up. So I had ordered the sex swing. Off of this website. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, we're going to have fun with this. We're going to get fucking weird. I love it. You know, and <clears throat> the it's sex so swing. so innocent and adorable. I love it. Yeah. The sex swing arrived. You know, I was so excited. Yes. She had this job at uh, Texas Roadhouse and I came home from work <clears throat> and uh, it was in the mail and I was just like, fuck yeah, you know, I'm going to set this bitch up while she's at work and yeah. we're going to fucking get after it as soon as she gets home. Oh, that's so adorable. Now, that's so wholesome. The way this thing was designed, it had 
it had it was a three point mount into ceiling studs, right? Mm-hmm. And I was maybe a little bit overzealous and maybe a little bit in a hurry when I installed it. And this is going to come into play later. <laughs> yes, it is. Right? I already feel this right? is going. So, <laughs> I know the plot. It's great. So I set it up in our shitty ass little apartment living room. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. totally violated the fucking lease, putting holes through the fucking yep. drywall in the ceiling. Hold on, in one the second. ceiling. All right. So it's not sweating like a whore in church this time. Yeah, you know, I just do be blowing your nose. I do just be whoring in church sometimes, but that's a story for later. <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> another story. So I get it mounted up and she gets home from work and you know, she's pretty excited about it too. So yeah. it was a cool system because it had it had like the saddle for the woman to sit in, obviously mm-hmm. on her back, you know, legs up. Yeah. And then it had like knee stirrups for the gentleman and then it had a strap system. So when you pulled the straps with your arms it pulled the two together, right? Oh, you got right? the good one then. Yeah, it was a nice one. It was like 300 bucks. Yeah. So, At the time, that's a lot of money. For yeah, that was for a young broke private, you yep. know? So, you know, she she saddles up in that bitch real quick, ready to go, right? <laughs> like, and I hop up in the stirrups, and we start getting it fucking going. Yeah. And what I hadn't realized is the third point, the mount that was just above my head or behind me, I had kind of missed the stud. Like, I'd hit the stud, but I'd just gone through the quarter of it. Uh-huh. So it held our weight, you know, for like 10 minutes, right? And then I just remember letting it swing apart and then pulling in for a forward stroke, and I just felt it let go behind me. And it swings us halfway across the fucking room and buries her head right through the fucking drywall, <laughs> right? So I, I just, like, pile drive this bitch right into the fucking wall, like, head first, you know? Oh, my God. And I was getting, I was starting to laugh because of the ridiculousness of it, but she yeah. started screaming like I fucking stabbed her or you something. You scared her. No, it was so much worse than that. I thought that maybe her head had hit, like, a wooden stud yeah. and, like, it hurt her. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, shit, and we got to untangle from this whole fucking thing, <laughs> you know? So we're, I'm, like, untangling. I pull her out of the drywall, and I'm, like, checking her head, and she just reaches down. She's holding her crotch, like, like badly hurt, you know what I mean? Badly hurt. And so I'm, like, trying to calm her down. I'm, like, trying to talk her through it. And it's become very clear that it is, it's an injury, you know what I mean? Like, oh, no, well. Like, we now have to go on base. And we now have to go to the fucking hospital, right? Oh, my God. With a sex injury. So I'm already like, fuck, you know? I'm feeling bad for her. I'm trying not to laugh because the situation to me is kind of funny on the surface. Yeah, but she's like in but serious she's her, pain. But she was in serious pain. So I, it felt very, like, serious, you know? I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. dude. Like, maybe I tore something. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what happened, yeah. you know? That's exactly what my men right. went to. Like, I felt yeah. like my whole, like, shriveled. Everything shriveled. Yeah, so I was like, oh, fucking no. You know, like, did I just break Did I just break my wife's puss? Like, did I <laughs> did just... I, did I murder that pussy? Yeah, did, you know, and I was thinking about those jokes in the back of my head, but I was like, I wouldn't dare, Mm-mm. you know, because it was too serious at that point. So we sit in the waiting room, and she's just, like, writhing in pain. You oh know what God, I mean? Poor woman. I know. I felt so bad for her during, you know... And then we get into the doctor's office, and then, like, he asked the question, like, what happened? And we didn't get into a great amount of detail. We just said it's a sex we were thing. having sex, right? That's it. Just yeah. we, I figured he didn't need to know that much detail. We were having sex. So he gives in, goes, puts her in the stirrups, does the examination, all that shit, and then comes out with the diagnosis of, that we bruised her cervix, right? It was, a, it was a pretty severe bruising of her cervix. Yeah, and, that you know, is... You know, and I'm like, Damn, fuck, dude. I'm like, fuck. You know, but keep in mind, this guy, this guy doesn't know the details, right? So 
I guess in his mind, in the back of his head, he's just thinking, I got like a fucking monster cock. <laughs> you know, like. And, you got a fucking python in yeah, your face. So she gets up. Cause she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And you know how they have those little attached bathrooms in yeah. the exam room sometimes. So she goes in there. And this doctor, he's like scribbling on his notes. And without fucking missing a beat, without with a completely straight face, he just puts out his hand and gives me knuckles. Stop it! Shut the fuck <laughs> up! That's hilarious. It's yeah. so. But he didn't crack. He didn't break he's professionalism. Like, he just gave me the knuckles. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like my god, goddamn, bro- bro- Yeah, he's like that's such a boy thing. That is a boy. Just thing. like a little slight nod. Just like quickly, yeah. she's in the bathroom. Yeah, just gave, he gave me the knuckles, a little slight nod, and then went right back to his paperwork. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> neither of us wanted to comment on it. Neither of us wanted to laugh. And I'm trying not to die laughing because of the fucking in my head situation. It, like in my head, I'm thinking that he doesn't know any like like how it happened. Yeah. You know, like so he's just oh thinking God. he's just think I've went fucking beast mode on that kind of dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's like straight up, and he's like, yeah, he's like nice motherfucker. Shit. Oh my God! He like, yeah. but he didn't say nothing. He didn't he didn't bat an eye. And she came out and he gave her a prescription like a like a like a sedative so she could go to sleep that night and then like so you could finish. Nah, <laughs> she didn't let me fuck for like two weeks after that. Yeah, dude. I don't fucking blame her. Like you're like so apparently within the medical, in the medical realm, apparently a lot of doctors, especially male doctors, but doctors in general believe that the cervix doesn't have any nerve endings, which is a fucking lie. I don't know, dude. It's a lie. I don't know if that's the case. Then she should, she would not have been in that kind of pain. No, well, it's a lie because they are so fucking stupid that they can't put it all together. Even though every single woman out there has had a complaint, has had something, has had a gynecological exam, has had like things happen in there. And let me tell you what. And every single again, all my female listeners, y'all know what I'm talking about. There's nerve endings, 100. percent There's no way. There's no way. You know, I'm I'm at the point. In penis size, where I have just enough dick that I often experience cervixes. Not to not to like say I got a massive cock by any means. You got the right size, though. but I got a I got a good enough size dick to reach cervix, mm. and especially with the piercing, I've had many times, especially with certain positions, where it becomes extremely uncomfortable extremely quickly for women. I just I would be surprised if someone tried to tell me with a straight face that women's cervix don't have nerve endings. Like even men, even if men, even, men even, too. <laughs> like I'm just saying, dude. Come on now. Men with small dicks, I can't. I was gonna say. I was out. gonna say the doctors that are saying that they ain't never been there. They never bought them out before. <laughs> they, they never visited that part mm-hmm. of town, so no, they don't they know what the buildings not. look like. They have not. Damn. Damn, you're a poor woman. Yeah, she felt. She felt like shit for a good three, four days. We, yeah. You yeah. Know, and then, it, like it hurts. It's like. And I felt forever. bad too because it was both hilarious. Mm. Like there's even been times where I've gotten hurt. And other people were laughing, and it pissed me the fuck off. But then after a day or two, when the pain stopped, I'm like, yeah, that yeah, was kind of funny, funny, dude. <laughs> I wonder if she like, laughs about it now. I hope so. I hope she tells hope that so. story at dinner parties, you know? You know, I agree, because I love hilarious, like, I don't mind laughing at myself, because shit's hilarious. Like, I laugh at, I laugh at other people's expenses, like, in good nature. I'm never at, uh, maliciously laughing at anybody's expense. But also, too, I hope people laugh at me at my expense, again non-maliciously because i go through some really weird funny fucking shit constantly and it's hilarious and it's so random this is where i land on it if i watch someone get hurt i think the right thing to do is make sure they're okay yes and then we can help them up help them up 
dust them off, make sure they're not injured, and then laugh right in their like, fucking okay, face. Okay. Yeah. Like, right. like, and you're like, God damn it, you know, and you just like sit there, you just take it, and, it, and it's not a big deal. Everyone, and that's, you, I think that's a beautiful thing about being an adult and being a confident adult within yourself. Yeah, for sure. You I know, mean, you're just like, all right, that's fine. If you're embarrassed and someone laughs and that makes you more upset, you should you should ask yourself why you take yourself so fucking serious. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, like, let it go. If you do some fucking clumsy ass shit, hey. That's funny as fuck. If yes. I do some clumsy ass shit, nine out of ten times, nine point nine out of ten times, I'll get up laughing. I'm usually the you first know? one to yeah, like. Yeah, I'll get up laughing. I'll be like, God damn it. I kind of wonder if that's like a trauma response with the both of us, though. The self depreciating humor. I think so. I yeah. think I think it's it's probably on the long list of trauma responses that I have in day to day life. Yeah, my brother in Christ. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll get into fully, that on the future yeah, segment that's a, that's labeled. A different, that's a different. Segment, unlicensed yeah. therapy. We'll get into all that later, but we don't want to do that right mm-hmm. before a weekend. So speaking of like the weird shit. My, yeah, let's talk kinda, about some mishaps. My kind of leads into this, so. Uh, happened good old here in northern Nevada recently this past winter. Oh, wow. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And uh, I went on a date with an older gentleman. Not, like, too old, but I would say he's, like, 15 years older than me. Nice guy. You know, handsome. Super handsome. Silver fox sort of deal. Like, Yeah, yeah I got you. Oh, yeah. Dude was hot. And But he was definitely kind of like, it was our second date, and I still wasn't sure if, I wanted to take it to that level. Yeah, I was. I wasn't sure yet. Honestly. Yeah, I get it. Honestly, I just wasn't sure yet. And um, so it, he was definitely kind of pressuring me to like, go that way. So I kind of had to make like a quick exit. You. Yeah, and and that's kind of like what turned me off about him. Like that was like the ick about it. It was like he was pressuring me to go that way. Like just because you bought me dinner doesn't mean you're gonna fuck me. Like grow up. Okay. Yeah, no shit. Grow the fuck up. Come on bro. now, dude. Like no, if I want to fuck you, I'm gonna fuck you, whether or not right. you buy me drinks or not. But like no. And it was like, so, you know, I uh, like did my little weird little getaway thing, you know, like play the motion, play everything. But I wasn't ready to go home. And I'm in Carson City. And I went to this, uh, I was like, okay, so I'm going to like go to my car, drive it around here. So he sees me leave and I'm going to park it over here. So I did. <laughs> and then I get back out of the car. You're like, I'm leaving. Totally. I'm leaving. Ha ha ha. Just kidding, motherfucker. Next. So, yeah, no. So then pretty much. So that's kind of exactly what it turned out to be. So then I go to this one bar. Love it. Been there a couple times. Real cool. And I was in there and this one dude kind of comes up and it was kind of like, he had this like sexy little vibe. I have a weird, uh, I have a very peculiar taste in men. I, I'm the first to admit it. It's never what you would think is going to be the hottest person in the room. It's never going to be like the tallest, most sexiest, most wealthy, most everything. It's like a, I have a very peculiar taste and vibe and sense of men and this man had it he had like kind of like long hair and everything like that he was in a band plays also he plays bass hilariously i know you love the musicians i i you know weirdly i have dated a lot of musicians we talked about that before yeah i've dated like i don't know what it is i just have dated a lot of like creative types musicians photographers like uh like developers essentially like i love creative people i tend to i tend to like creative women also mm-hmm. you know what i mean i just to me it's like if a chick is like a lawyer or a ceo i it could work if she has a vibrant like personal life if she yeah. does stuff yeah. that's fun and if she's and, creatively intelligent yeah, exactly yeah there yeah. has to be like a fine line if it's going to be that way but you can't just be like this dull sense there has to be some colorfulness about you because I'm a very wild and colorful person and so he and I start chit-chatting and at first I wasn't 
interested in him, but he started wearing me down. And I started to get to know him and everything. I'm like, all right, you're kind of sexy, you know. Like, you're like, all we right, might try I'm this. into yeah. it. All right, yeah. fine. And then he tells me, we start chit-chatting about our personal lives. He has seven kids. Boy, shit. Yeah, at least you know he puts out. I said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking dude, love we were, we were fucking I, dogs, dude. I, I did. I so love how our minds go to the same place what, sometimes. I know, dude. man. We were so ridiculous. Fucking so funny. I, I literally thought that. I was like, oh, my, Brian. I was like, at first, I was like, seven fucking kids. I'm like, how many babies? He's like, oh, I have two. I'm like, all right, well, you know. Well, that ain't too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad, but seven? That's a lot. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot and that's a lot in this day and age. And I, I come I'd from, have to win the lottery to have that many kids. Yes. Well, no. Let me tell you, my brother in Christ, he did not correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. But he uh, did not. He did not win the lottery. He was not in a wealthy position whatsoever. This right. I, yeah. I don't know bad, but I don't feel that. If you're not already rich and you have seven kids, you'll never be rich, basically. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So we started chit-chatting, and he's wearing me down, wearing me down, wearing me down, and started getting to that witching hour at the bar. And finally, I was like, fine. You're funny, fine. It's like that meme. Funny guy's like, fine, I'll fuck you because you're funny. Okay, like, I'll go with it. And then I was like, okay, fine, you know. So he's like, all right, come with me. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Good. So we start walking. We get to his car, and it's fucking filthy. This was my first red flag. Well, this is my second red flag. Like a whole shit pile? Dude, like a 16-year-old boy. Shit all in the car, front seat, back seat, empty bottles, garbage, fast food shit. And I had even told him, I was like, maybe we should get a cab. You know, we've been drinking. He's like, oh, no, no, no. We'll just go to my car. It's totally okay. I'm like, mm, I think we should definitely get a cab because I understand what's going on around here in Carson er, City. Er, er, yeah, er. you know. And so that's when I get to his car. And mind you, it's, it's like, I, I, I'm not a shallow human or anything like that. But I, and I understood he had seven kids, so he has to put his money everywhere and everything like that. But if you're at least not taking care of your vehicle. Right, even if you drive a shit pile. It's garbage. Even if you drive a shit pile. Make it clean. Like, keep it nice. Yeah, keep it clean. Yeah. Keep it clean. You know, keep it just. Keep to be fair, my car is full have, of shit right now, but half job. of it is yours. I know, I was going to say, half, <laughs> like, I have two seats in there. I need to get out of that. I yeah. need to get those out. Which is, one of these days we'll yeah, do that. One of, one of these days. Sorry to segue. Go yeah, ahead. No, 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 you're okay. So, like, yeah, garbage in it. And I was like, I was like, that's the second red flag. And I'm like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. Third red flag, I forgot his name at God, this point. Goddamn, Alex, you're a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you, you dirty fucking bitch. I still don't know. And I was like, I'm like, fuck. And I was like, okay, bud, you know, like, like thinking, I'm like, I don't remember this dude's name. So, anyways, we're getting the, I, 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 like the good American I am, I get in the car. And I was like, I told him, I was like, do not fucking kill me. And also, too, if you get pulled over, I'm getting out and you're on your own. Yeah, that's fair, though. Yeah, that's fair. I don't, I don't know, fucking dude. We made it two blocks before he gets pulled over by a cop. Two blocks surprise i know i said the same fucking thing and he goes was he like all over the road and shit too? no he had an out tail light oh my god he had an out tail light and expired expiry like expired tags that they came up Jeez. and like ran his shit and so he starts like digging around look and he opens up his glove box and it's like because i keep my i keep my shit tight you know like i, I keep my stuff clean I organized <laughs> i do and i keep myself organized for the most part you know like i'm messy in some areas but for the most part i keep it it's usually when i'm stressed and busy that i let shit go to the way yeah no i feel you, you. Know? But, but for, for me it's like, like clutter not filth you know what i mean yes i don't do dirty i don't do food i don't do mm. messy shit it's just clutter it's just yeah, yeah it is what it and is. i judge people who are 
This guy was fun. Do all the fucking gross. Yeah, you know? so like, and even now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh God, what the fuck? I was drunk. That's what I was thinking. So anyway, so he starts digging around his fucking gut blocks, looking for his registration and insurance. And he goes to the officer. He goes, well, here's my ID. I still have to dig. And so he's still fucking digging. And I look at him. I'm like, my brother in Christ, I told you. I'm getting out. Bye, he goes, Felicia. and he literally looks at me. He goes, really? Are you fucking serious? I go, I told you. I'm out. I literally bail out of the car. I put my hands up. Yeah. And I go, I put my hands up. And I walk over. And the cop gets out. To him. I'm like, I'm, like not, I'm not causing any issues. Uh, can I just talk to you real quick? And so he's like, come here, come here, come here. You know, it pulls me over his side because I'm like a cute drunk woman, yeah, you know, yeah. going everything. He's and like, he goes, oh, no. tell me what's wrong. I go, I don't know this dude. <laughs> I was literally just trying to get, I was just literally, <laughs> literally trying to get fucked. Literally, that's what I told him. I'm like, we were going to go hook up. I don't know this dude. I tried to tell him to get a cab, but you know, I don't, I don't know. And he goes, have you been drinking? I'm like, I have, I don't know what he has because I'm not going to throw him under the fucking bus. That's good this, to you. That's, yeah. That's you know, good like you, yeah. he's already thrown himself under the buff enough. He now he's fucked on his own. You don't he's need to help. He's fucked on his own. Yeah. You don't you know, need to I, I don't need to be digging on his own grave. So no, I tell no. him, I don't know what he's been up to. We met at the bar. And everything, they're like, oh, okay, well, what's your name? I go, you know, my name is Alex. They're like, okay, let me see your ID. They're like, you can come sit in the back of the patrol car. So I get in the back of the patrol car, but they didn't have the seats down, which I'm like, okay, this is fine. Like, what the fuck? So I'm sitting in the back with the seats all up and stuff. So I'm just chilling back there, chilling on my phone. And thinking to myself, I'm like, what in the fuck? They have lights on. Sure enough, dude gets starts doing the DUI process, everything. Taken to jail. Oh, yeah. Bye. So they're like, what would you like to do? I'm like, I can't drive home. They're like, well... We can drop you off somewhere. I'm like, well, I guess you can take me to the casino. They yeah. had their lights on the entire time. Nice. Took, took me to the Nugget Casino. Nice. Dropped me off in valet like a goddamn limo. Nice. And had the lights on when they did it. And the entire time, I'm like, so, you know, obviously I'm single. Do you guys have any single people on the police force? Like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying to shoot my shot again for the third time. I'm like, fuck it, you know? She's like, trying to get cuffed and rough. I'm like... At this point, I'm like, my brother, like, I have the hardest, again, I didn't get laid. Again, with these weird little, yeah, I, have fuck, a, I have a really difficult time getting laid. It's really weird. You know, I've noticed my, that theme in your stories. Yeah, I, I noticed part, that theme in your stories. It's part of my personality, but it's also like. Well, also too, though, I think a lot of times it is. Maybe if you're, maybe if you're open to it, that's cool. But if the, if the person that you're with or around or, or angling for if they're not if they're not putting out the right energy or if they're not fucking up to the challenge, they no. might be self sabotaging uh, themselves. No, they want to date me. Yeah. They, yes, they, they want to so- wipe me up. They want a soccer mom you is what I was gonna say. Literally, they want to wipe me up. They all want they're like, Oh, I want to get to know you. I'm like, my brother and Chris, I don't even want to know your last name. I didn't even know that one dude's name. I still don't know. I, I think I know what he looks like. You're like and, I, and I feel really bad because he had a show the next night that he invited me to, and he was definitely... Didn't not make it. I don't think he made it. Didn't not make no, it. No, I feel kind of bad, but also I gave him so many options to like get a cab. I was willing to pay for the yeah. cab. I was willing, you know, I was willing to put the effort in because it's been a long, it was a long yeah. time since I got laid, and he had seven kids, so the dude puts out. Yeah. Had it been good. Dick game was probably immaculate, I'm sure. Well, never found but you'll out. you'll never know now. No, instead I got taken to the Nugget Casino. That's cool, though. You got the, poli- th- the police escort. I got the police escort. They dumped me off there. So I was hanging on out, and then I went across the street to the bar, and I <clears throat> and my uh, I, I have a very great relationship with my, my dad, and I texted him because it's three hours ahead. He lives in Michigan, and this is my birth certificate father, not my biological. And we, and he's like super trekky nerd, like never done a single wrong thing in his entire life. Square as fuck. Square, like I, I love my dad. God bless him. But he is 
the most adorably dorky person I have ever met in my nice. life. Like had like pocket protectors up until like 10, 12 years ago sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> he wears yeah. like, I, he, was, he wears this belt that I, he has this big pouch because, you know, he has, he has diabetes and stuff and um, being from the Midwest type too, you know. And I was like, oh, is that your diabetes? He's like, no, it's my wallet. I'm like, dad, are you fucking Batman right now? Because he has like thing for his phone, his yeah, wallet, yeah. his tilly belt. Like classic, it's like fucking classic. the whole thing, you know. I love him. And so I text him and I go, and he goes, I go, dad, I'm in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, what's wrong? I'm like, well, this is what happened. He goes, and so I explain to him, he's like, please tell me you're not going to see him again. I'm like, dad, okay, like, I have nah, funny, he's out, dude. I have, I understand I have gone back and done some funny choices in life, but this was, uh, I, I told him, he goes, oh, what was his name? I go, dad, I'm sorry, I don't know. And he goes, Alexandra Christine. Yeah, no shit, dude, for real. <laughs> I, I mean, I've done some dog shit. I've done some dog ass activities, but I always remember a person's name. No, fuck no. No, no, no. And it's not because, like, it's just because I didn't, it's not because I'm not good with names. I'm really good with names. It's just they didn't make that much of an impression on me. For me I mean, that's a fair fact, though. I mean, I remember I, him by his actions. I mean, if, if he had if, built of his car, if he had chosen to take a cab and oh, yeah, I probably, done God's mm, work, you might have remembered his name. Mm, no, I probably would have because I would have been too embarrassed to ask him what his name again is. Afterwards, like, I'm like, what's your name again? Men, we I've have done a, that a couple times. And they look at me, they're like horrified. I'm like, I'm sorry. Men, we have a mechanism for this. We'd be like, yo, we should uh, hang out another time. Go ahead and put your uh, stuff in my phone. And then you get their name that way. Oh, no, I definitely go, what's your name again? That's funny as shit. <laughs> I, I would never. I set them in their place. Never. And they always give me this horrified look. Yeah, like, that's funny, like, though. It's turnabout's fair play, though, if you ask me. No, well, you know. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> well, I love that. Yeah, so wherever you're at, I hope you're doing well, bud, but... Probably not. Probably not. Probably not doing well. Yeah. When you got I hope you're not listening to this podcast. When you got seven kids and you already have financial problems, a DUI costs, like, on average, like, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, that's a, that's a big hit to take. I know. I feel pretty bad for him, but at the same time, like I said, I tried to buy the cab. I tried to convince us let's get a cab. Yeah. I, even, I, I even talked about it, and after I talked to him, like, when he was in the car, I literally asked him, when we were in the car, I go... Are your sheets clean? <laughs> <laughs> I asked him this. Yeah. I'm like, is your apartment clean? He goes, well, it's tidy. I'm like, when was the last time you washed your sheets? Yeah. Because I was like, let's just get a hotel room because I don't want to. Yeah. That's disgusting. Without getting into too much details of it. I'm assuming no. Uh, yeah. Without getting into too much details of it, obviously, I told you I recently had a overnight guest. Mm. And uh, when she contacted me and she, she said she wanted to come hang out, you know, like, I, don't, I haven't even had a, a woman in my bed in that kind of way in, in a good while now. So I literally, like, as soon as that date was made, if you want to call it that, I was like, fuck, stripped the bed, threw it in the washer, did a quick load you of laundry. You don't wash your sheets regularly? I wash, I wash them every week. Mm. But, like, this is the middle of the week. Oh, okay, yeah. And, and yes, esp yes. especially, so I'm like, I'm big on that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not fixing to bring a woman to my house to fuck. I if it's not on clean sheets, you know. I bet you this dude didn't even have a fucking sheet. Oh, dude. I don't look, know. Look, I don't know. If a woman know. brought me over to fuck. My sheets are clean. If a woman brought me over to fuck, honestly, had no sheets, I'd get up and leave, bro. I've done it before. I'm gonna, I didn't even make 
make it that far. Yeah. I made it to his car and it was filthy. And that's when I started quizzing him on it. So I'm sorry, being an asshole. Yeah, you already had a feeling. Car. You already had a so feeling. So I don't though. remember this dude's name. Yeah. I'm in his car ragging on him about his filthy ass fucking car. And then I start grilling him about his apartment and his sheets. He should he should have kicked me out. Honestly, for being a bitch, like, cause I was being like pretty rude about it, cause I was drunk, had a little feistiness about me. You I've know? I've seen that part of you before here mm-hmm. and there. Yeah. Not not necessarily aimed at me, but just in general. Just in general, yeah. Like yeah. sometimes I get like, ee, 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 ee. and I, I and I was on a roll, and cause I could see it, and I'm like, I I think like in my drunkenness, even though I was like, cause he wore me down, I wasn't yeah. super into it. Yeah. And then I was just gonna like rag on this dude and make his life living hell, and apparently I did. That's hella funny. I mean, it wasn't your fault he fucked up like that. That was his fault. I know, but I asked. Like I said, I asked. I tried to even provide. I even tried to pay to make the situation happen. It's funny. It's funny how he fucking shot himself in the foot. If he just had himself a little bit more together. It, it was more, it's an ego thing, I think, with dudes. Like, no, 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 I'm going to take care of you. Sort of thing. But he couldn't financially take care of me, like, to get us a cab. A lot of dudes, a lot of dudes want to be respected as having daddy energy without doing daddy activities. This was 16-year-old boy energy. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so surprising to me because, like, I, don't get me wrong. I was a reckless young man. Mm. But well before the point when I decided to have a kid, you know, I was already at the point in my life where I was, like, I had my shit together mm. for the most part. You know yeah. what I mean? I always, no, we always have, fun. you know, I, always, of course I, even now, like my shit is together, but just barely, yeah. you know, I do hood rat shit all the time, right, but tell me about it. yeah, but that being said, like the messiest my apartment ever is, is just like cluttered. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I got right a load now. of dishes that I could do and it's just like, okay, stuff builds up a little bit, but it's not filthy, but it's never filthy. I always the clean. The counters are clean. It's just. Yeah, yeah, I always clean, like, the worst you'll find my apartment would be, like, a Monday after I did a bunch of hood rat shit all weekend. Yeah. But by Tuesday, Wednesday. I can tell you do not like doing, working in the kitchen. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I used to be. Work. I used to be. not. I don't look at it like that. It's but just like, I don't, I don't like do it. Thing. I won't do it. I'll do it all for ever, someone else. Hmm. Like, if I have a partner or if I Everything have people over. Clean your house. Everything else is perfect. Yeah, I know. I do a good but, job. But this, honestly, you know? though, I'm, I just want to tell you. Yeah. From even, like, men who have had their shit together. Like, multi-million. Like, Men of all different financial statuses, like the shit together, even assistants and everything like that. The only time I've ever seen a true man, like a kitchen that is super clean is either A, they have an assistant or they're so self-sufficient and they cannot have a woman. They're not able to, they're not sharers. They're like, they're very selfish people and they're like almost kind of sociopathic a little bit yeah when i have a when i have a, either roommates or a partner or whatever mm. i like to cl- keep a clean kitchen because i use it a lot yeah you know what i mean but here and now especially since i moved in here i think that was about april i have cooked in this apartment like four times you know like what? I, I barely cook oh yeah in, you mean i cooked for the fifth time <laughs> yeah you cooked for the fifth time here jesus but for me it's about it's just a mechanism of like i like to cook for people mm. you know what i mean like mm. for myself i'll just order some takeout I got like a two thousand dollar a month budget for That's takeout, crazy, dude, dude. Like whatever, you know. I'm out here. I'll living. come over and cook for you. You can just give me a thousand bucks a month. Uh, we could work something out. Yeah, like literally, I will come over and like yeah. I will meal prep for you and do everything. Like I'll grocery shop for you, cleaner kitchen. We might be able to work something out. With yeah, that. I'll do it for a thousand bucks. We could talk about it. Yeah, we can definitely talk about that. I love being in the kitchen. I love yeah. cooking. I love it. It's like it's my sanctuary. Like cooking for me is one of the most relaxing 
things that I can do. And yeah. it's almost like like giving. I, I love it. You can tell me, you can pick out a meal, yeah. show me exactly the picture, and tell me how you would like it to taste, and I can replicate I it. I respect that, and I'm similar in the regard that, like, like my previous relationship, mm. I was cooking all the time. Mm. I love to cook for people. Yeah, but not it, for yourself, though. Not for myself, though. Like, it just, it's, it feels, for whatever reason, it feels depressing to me when I cook for myself. Like, to, to bust out in the kitchen... Just for me, it's like doing a bat flip when nobody sees it. <laughs> That's hilarious yeah. and a very funny comparison, but I can see. I understand that. Yeah, I yeah. just grew up on really shitty food, which is another yeah. uh, therapy sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, but sure. I, I grew up, I vowed to myself, like, I will never eat fucking shitty food. And so I yeah. learned how to cook. And my favorite meal Every year is um, now on Christmas Eve because yeah. all my family's all back home and stuff. And this was my very first year. So this past year was my um, first year with my anaphylaxis right. by myself without any family, without a boyfriend, yeah. anything like that. So I was alone. Yeah. And it was the best. It was the best. Just a fire ass Oh, meal. my God. I made elk. Um, I made elk rack. Yeah. Uh, roasted elk rack. I made a wine Ooh, demi uh, yeah, a wine demi glaze with some horseradish, uh, creamy potatoes, and a homemade Caesar. Hey, listeners! Today's podcast is brought to you by one of our favorite sponsors, Plan C. Everybody knows about Plan A, which is abstinence, and Plan B, which is a pill you can take. Well, today we're offering a new product line called Plan C, a child-sized guillotine. When it's too late for Plan B, you got to go to Plan C the best just a fire ass oh meal. my god i made elk um i made elk rack yeah. uh, roasted elk rack i made a wine Ooh, demi uh, yeah, a wine demi glaze with some horseradish uh creamy potatoes and a homemade caesar salad oh my god it was the best and i made like i drank wine i made the whole thing listened to music hung yeah. out it was the best christmas i've had you know there's no stress there's no it's the best christmas you've had yet Yet. On that subject, we're now at an hour. I think we should take another break and then we'll go into some good stories. Oh, our best. Yeah, our, our best. best. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got some good best. Thank God. Don't worry, folks. We'll I actually get late. I swear to God. I believe Very it. Very rarely. Don't worry, folks. We'll be right back. Boop. And we're back again. God damn it. God damn. Here we God go. God damn. Woo! <laughs> Shit! Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. Oh, man. All Fucking right. Young George Clooney. Here they are. Fucking A. So I think we should. Switch it up a little bit. All right. All right. Let's switch it up. What do you I want to do? I uh, think we should talk about our top. You've had a threesome before, right? I've had a lot of threesomes. Yeah. I've like had a dozens few. Dozens of them. I've had male and uh, like another girl with a guy. I've had two guys. I've had all varieties except for all male. That's the only threesome I haven't had and not interested in having. Why not? Unless the money's right. I mean, or I find myself in prison, then fuck it. All you're like, out. fuck it, like uh, a horny as fuck. Might as yeah, well. I mean, know? look, I'm not, I'm definitely heterosexual, hmm. but I, about like two, three years into prison, I'm going to fuck the most effeminate person I could find. I swing both ways. And if I could get two of them, hmm. fuck it. I like girls and I like guys, but I don't want. I just don't find men to be that attractive. So, <clears throat> okay, that's an interesting thing. I don't want to date a girl i don't want to marry a girl but i love fucking girls i also love fucking girls <laughs> oh my god my we god, have so much so in common, common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's a lot of fun i think it's because like with my um you know like i'm a i'm a slightly dominant human you know and i think like i can have that like dominant side come out of me but i love being like 
dominated by a man as well too like when i'm in love with a partner yeah. not on like a one-night stand no, or, even sure, like, yeah. or not even within like a fling or someone who i'm not deeply in love with like i genuinely I have you. to be in love with someone to let them be let me be dominated sort of thing yeah i always yeah. have like this like let this me thing. ask if this is a fair statement would you say that you wouldn't want to dominate a dude but you can enjoy dominating a woman um, no, because like, I feel like men also like to be dominated as well too. So like in the right partnership, yeah, <clears throat> I like to do it. But as like, um, like a hookup or like I said, a fling or anything like that, it, that doesn't turn me on or anything like that. I would definitely rather be with a woman doing that for sure. If I'm, if, if I'm not in love with them. For sure. You know? All right. So back on the subject of threesomes then. Mm-hmm. Let's set the scene for for your favorite threesome. Oh, yes. Let's get into it. Oh, Let's talk about it. Way, way, way back. Just kidding. This was last year in October. Hasn't even been a year yet, actually. Hasn't even nice. Been, yeah, this is my first devil's threesome. Oh, good God. Oh, <laughs> that ties into this, too. So in Europe, when in Rome, actually it was in Italy, in Matera, Italy, which is uh, the third oldest city in the world and established city in, as continuously established city in the world. And you should right. absolutely look it up, go to it. Beautiful. They have, how's it spelled? M A T E R A. And it's okay. uh, kind of in the uh, Western middle of the Southern part of Italy. Uh, so about an hour and a half out, um, mm, about maybe two hours outside of Bari. So it's like kind of further, you know, and like uh, Italy's a width of California. So it's not, that far sort of deal but um it's very windy roads everything like that drove across country from flew into naples to salerno to positano drove across to matera and matera's of, i would like to go back there to go spend more time because the yeah. wine is fan fucking tastic there and uh so big deal if you guys are looking to travel to europe go to matera so the the couple girl we stayed in astasi which is um these old cave dwelling homes and oh those are that's that's sick i've seen them i haven't yeah. personally been to that part of italy but i've seen the pictures of there always been interested in checking them out and we stayed at this airbnb that was um had this almost a pool-sized bathtub it was it's on my instagram there's like kind of a sexy pose on it i call it my italian baptism because of this reason of this story and oh, for all man. My, i know this is great was it a semen baptism no because it gets um, better than this oh okay? my god no, i'm so no, here no. for this let's go. go so i um the girl like the girls so i ended up getting a parasite on my way back because we traveled to barcelona had a couple days there went to italy spent a week there went back to barcelona and then flew back home. All right. I yeah. got a parasite on the way back because oh, I was eating so much seafood. And it's a very common thing sort of deal. Yep, yep. The name is Mario. What's up? <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> that parasite. Yeah, yeah. But one of my friends. Named it. No, I'm pretty positive one of my friends got it on the way over, either in Barcelona yeah. or right when we got to Salerno. And so she was very sick. Poor gal. But I was not. I was ripper and ready to go. I look fucking hot. I had my yeah. nice little pea coat I just bought that You're day. You're doing house shit in Italy. I was so. looking to do some house shit. Absolutely yeah. fucking I was. I was trying to fuck in every country. You're like, I'm here, to, I'm here to fucking see the sights. <laughs> God not, damn it. I'm American cowgirl. Let's you're go. like, I'm here to fucking see the oh, sights, and you I'm can't trying, see the sights at night. Uh-uh. I'm trying, to find a, I'm trying to find an Italian stallion right now. Yeah, I bet. Okay, so I go on out, wandering around. Doing my, like, I'm from Detroit. So like a, a lot of Detroit people, we do this. We like kind of like 
wander, we'll bar hop, you know, like go walk like a couple miles, like to find shit. It's like, it's a very common thing. And so I'm like doing my wandering bar stuff, like checking out the scene, blah, 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 blah. So I walk in this and I walk into this outdoor bar and I start chit chatting and, um, like kind of hanging on out, met this nice girl and she goes, Oh, you should meet my friend. Oh yes, I should. I should. And he's young. He had, I don't even, I, I didn't ask him, but he looked about 24, 25. That's like, fine. Yeah, That's fine. That's legal. Know, I, like we didn't, we didn't talk about our age. It's not sex tourism. He could barely speak English. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, Even better. Could, Even better. So I was kind of speaking my minimal Italian that I know, and he's trying to speak as a little Ameri- uh, English that he knows. And so we're getting through on conversations and chit-chatting. He goes, would you like to come for a walk with me? I'm like, yes, of course I do. He's like, come for a walk with me. So we stop at a couple of the bars, and then we pick up his friend. And I did not realize at this point... I think they had pulled. I think that he had thought about this. Oh yeah, he probably texted him ahead of time. He's like, got, maybe. He's like, fish on, motherfucker. I know, maybe, <laughs> and maybe he like he's like, oh, this American fucking whore, and you know, and little did he know. <laughs> you right. You right. You right, bitch. You right. And so then, um, you know, like, cause I, the the way that it smoothed out it was too easy, and they're like, come for a drive with us. I'm like, okay, I'll go for a drive with you guys. You know. So we start driving on out outside of Matera and out to kind of this field area. And I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, this is, I got to make a decision here because they're kind of speaking Italian. I understand what they're saying, but I don't understand what they're saying. I get the gist of what's happening. I'm like, oh, oh my God, my dream is coming true right now. Yeah. My dream of having, because I've always wanted to have a, a male threesome, like with two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, a lot of that's a that's a common famous fantasy for a lot of women. Fucking hot. And their and their male partners are oftentimes too insecure to let yes, that happen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so it's never it's never happened for me. And I was like, oh my god, like so we start walking on out and I, and we're they're like leading me down like this field trail and I was like, mm. you know what? Fuck it, I'm leaning into it. And yeah, that's yeah. kind of like one of those things why I end up in weird situations is because I lean further into weird situations right. to make sure I have the control. You just double down so you I feel like down. you're in control. Because I am in control. Because that also point. affects the energy of whether exactly. or not you are in control. Exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. And it's all about the energy of like yeah. what I do. Yeah. And so I... I'm right there with you on I that pull, I pulled <clears> one in and kissed him and then I pulled the other one and kissed him and then I'm like, lead the way. <laughs> I know, I literally Chef's did. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. And so we start walking down and they took me... Literally, literally to the caves of where the Passion of the Christ was filmed. Fuck yes. The more sacrilegious this gets, the harder I'm getting. I'm so into this right now. Let's go. Let's go. And mind you, okay, so mind you, I got I got to backtrack real quick. In, in southern Italy, and especially Matera, it's a, it's a very religious city. Everyone is super covered up. Like, everyone is wearing, like, scarves. Like, women, like, all boat necks. Like, there's no V-necks. There's no cleavage. There's no anything. Like, uh, like, like it's a very conservative-dressed sure, yeah, area. For sure. There's for women, a lot especially. of places in Italy I visited mm-hmm. that were like yeah, that, too. Yeah, it's a very, like, proper kind of conservative There's the pockets thing. of, like, young hood ratty shit. But, but even for then, the most part, everything out in open daylight public is very proper. Very proper. Yeah. And so, like, when we were going out to dinner that night, I was still wearing the dress that I was wearing, which is, like, this kind of, like, velvety 90s-style uh, dress. And my chest was too exposed. And people were hooting it. Like, it was a very apparent thing. Like, yeah. it was not comfortable. Like, we had to get inside somewhere yeah. to have dinner. And so, when I was... Cr- crack. And so, when we were walking on down to... 
where the passion of the Christ was filmed. I, was God, like, I love this. Oh my God. So we get in there and it's like, it is not like a film set. It is fucking rocky. You know, it is a fucking cave. And I had my first male threesome in a cave with the both of them. Hold on, let me try Did something. Did not get DP'd. Nope. No. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That yeah, was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was I got to try to memorize where they're yeah, at. I know, but that, yeah, that was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I did not get DP'd, and it was yeah, well, and, not, you know, not because of lack of effort, just because of angles. Right, well, and two, honestly, a DP, you need like a bed or a couch. You, or need, you, it, need, it, you need some it, There's some items. logistics. There's some logistics to that. You I know? did not know because it was my very first one. and uh, But we had, the, we had the best time, too. It was so much fun, like... Fucking Italian stallions, dude, like with uh, tall, beautiful human, ripped, giant ass fucking dicks, super down and like super like into me too. Like, yeah, like super a lot focused, of, uh, hyper focused, uh, uh, hyper focused on, you. on yeah. me. And the thing is too, like American, and this is why I kind of prefer European men is every single European men that I've been with, they are also all about the female pleasure too. Like they were going down on me, like they were doing everything where a lot of American men do not do that. Like, and I have a saying too: If you don't eat pussy, you can keep walking. And that, yeah, for sure, dude. But, for sure, especially especially if a dude's gonna turn around and expect you to suck his dick. Come on, bro. Mm -hmm, mm -mm. You got to give to get. No, nope, you got to no, give and, to get. And, and you know, and that's not the same here. And it, uh, no, they were like on it. They, I didn't even ask for it. I didn't even need to be prompted by it. it right, they were right. on it. It was like a really nice, awesome threesome. That's good, dude. Yeah. I'm super glad you had that Thank experience. You. Dude. That's I fucking know. fire. And so that's why on my uh, yeah. Instagram is called the Italian baptism. Yeah. Because the next day I had that photo. Yeah. Fuck you know, yeah. That's perfect. Out, dude. You know, yeah. God now, bless them. Now during, during the initial buildup of the threesome, right? You said you you said you know like the situation they're just taking you they're hanging out and that they may have in the back of their heads or been thinking about that right. I kind of caught the vibe. You caught the vibe. I caught the vibe. Were they were they being were they giving you the signs? No. Or you just kind of felt the energy no, shift I, I in that the, direction. I, I, I felt the energy shift, and yeah. I, I'm a super intuitive person. Right. So I can sense like people's body language. Yeah, for sure. We've we talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, how like too. you yeah. know like how we can uh, chat with anybody and like, yeah. we can make uh, somebody else feel comfortable. Just bring it right out mm -hmm. of people. Yeah. And so I could sense it before we left, but I wasn't a hundred percent positive. Yeah. But the thing was too is. You're like, bitch, I'm on vacation. Well, I was prepared and I had condoms in my... Yeah, you well, studied for this test. I, I yeah, was prepared. You studied for this test. I was hoping, wishing, and manifesting for something like this. And yeah. God bless myself for like being prepared and everything, being safe, because I always have safe, safe sex people. <clears throat> I had condoms with me and everything. Yeah. And we, uh, I felt the energy shift as we were driving. And I was like, I think... Like, could this be me getting like, one of my it? fantasies fulfilled? I'm like, is this it? But also, again, like, I, I didn't know how to ask for, like, I didn't know how to ask for a threesome in Italian. I know how to ask for it in French, which is menage a trois. And, but in Italian, I didn't know what that was. And I didn't know if they were also down together. Like, I didn't know if I was just going to be one. I was going to be yeah, yeah, the for one. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you knew you were fucking somebody. I knew it was going to happen. I was absolutely yeah. down. Like there was no question about it. That's a dope experience. And, and they were both hot. Go you know, and that's one thing too, I'd really like for the male listeners out there, we should really normalize reciprocity. You know what I mean? Every dude has, every dude has a fantasy of getting a threesome. But you know what I mean? Girl, yeah. But if you're not willing to give up that same effort and energy to your female partner, then you don't deserve it. Then you don't deserve it, dude. You really don't. That's fucking straight end of story facts, mm -hmm. you know, and not every woman is going to want to have a threesome with two dudes. 
And not every not every dude wants to have a threesome with two girls. I'm yep. sure there's some of them out there. But what I'm saying overall is this. You cannot expect from women what you and not do for them yourself. Exactly. Well, for anybody. <clears throat> you know, it's just like being... You give and you get. Well, it's just fair. Yeah. It's just what's fair. Yeah, it is fair. You know and what I mean? Too, like, for any women out there excuse me, that is on the fence about this, just letting you know it is not... It's harder work... With another female. I mean. Because they're fighting over you. Yeah, I suppose. It's a fucking sexiest thing. Like, it is not like, well, I mean, to me, I prefer male, male threesomes because it's one, it's easier work, but also two, like, it's like so much more pleasurable for me in general because like, I'm not focused on the other female. I'm just like focused on myself because I'm being selfish. And you're the center of attention. And I'm the center of attention because I love being the star and it is it's the best. Yeah. When, yeah. when, yep. when me it. and my second wife started swinging, um, I, I knew that it was a thing that she wasn't as well versed or experienced with as I was. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was something maybe she was nervous about or whatever. So I, I took the opportunity to give her that first, you know, to, so she could feel that, you know, like that focus on her and that, that, you know, like she was being taken care of and yeah. it really, it unlocked everything after yeah. that, after that, she was down f- for everything because you, know? you opened up, yeah, you the, opened up her safety and her comfortability as well as like, plus she also knew that her man was there, mm-hmm. she had her back. You know what I mean? She could just let loose and God enjoy you, Jeremy. it. Like she, she, she occasionally she would like lessons on this. To she, she would look over occasionally to like check if I'm doing okay. And Are I'm like, okay? and I'm like, I'm fucking yeah, down, bitch. Yeah, I'm fucking ready. Yeah. Not my first rodeo, you know? You're like, I'm down. I love this. But <clears throat> since you talked about uh, your your first, was that your first? That was my first. Yeah, okay. With two, be- with two, with two guys. With two dudes, right? Yeah, not so, my first threesome, but my first. Yeah, no, your first with two guys. Correct. So I'll tell you about my first with two guys, <laughs> right? Tell me. So. What, were you fucking in the cave with a passion? <laughs> no, nah, I can't beat the I can't beat the location, but the story is. Fucking, I'm going to hell for that. No, you're not. There is no hell. I'll be Satan's mistress. That's fine. I'll be I'll be bringing all you guys on in and be like, "What's up? Welcoming committee. Here's some weed cookies." So here I was in South Korea, right? In South Korea. In South Korea, yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and me and my friend James, we would often go out. Oh, white guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. We would often go out perusing together, mm-hmm. singing karaoke and just generally hood rat and playing pool, right? Mm-hmm. And there's these two women there that were like English school teachers and they they were a lesbian couple, right? Mm. And uh, they were used to all these fucking soldiers always trying to like hit on one of them or the other because they were both kind of like lipstick lesbians. Yeah. You know what I mean? One was, I would say, slightly more butch, but like negligibly not enough to stop not enough to stop a bunch of horny ass soldiers you know but they're always at the same pool hall as me and jimmy you know and uh we uh we ended up hanging out with them a couple times and they introduced us to this this woman i won't say her name but she was just like one of their one of their friends right Mm -hmm. and she was always kind of like just talking shit to me for no reason. Oh, you know what I mean? Like flirting just, with you. Yeah, she was flirting. She was flirting like an asshole, but she had like four brothers. She was so, flirting like a man. Yeah, she was flirting like a dude, right? Mm-hmm. But it didn't really bother me because I have that like, you know how I am. I'll talk shit with anybody. Like, You're let's like, go. I'll fucking throw it right back. Let's get after it. Like, so, are you flirting with me or are you So like after, me? after weeks of this, she's like hitting on me like clearly, you know, like. 
And I'm like, well, my place is like just around the corner. And she's like, yeah, but my place is like two buildings down. I was like, all right, fucking let's send it. And I was supposed to give Jimmy a ride back to to the fucking apartment complex that we had. And so I just walk up to him because he's getting ready to go for karaoke and I give him my keys. He's like, what the fuck? I'm like, I'll be right back. And he's like, what the fuck? He's hella mad. You know, like I'm ditching. You're supposed to listen to me sing. Yeah. Well, not only that, like I just like bailing on him, you know. And you're it, supposed to listen to me sing. Yeah, that was part of it too, because we had a total bromance. But <laughs> so I go, I go, and I fucking walk down the road. And me and her, we handle our business at our apartment. But it was like it was pretty, you know, less than an hour. Mm-hmm. So we go do our thing, and then we come back to the same bar. And Jimmy is like fucking pissed at me, right? Get over, it, bro. So he's like trying to like step on my toes by like flirting with the same girl. And I'm like, I could give a fucking shit less. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, I've already hit it. Whatever. I'm like, whatever, bro. What, you know, I'm not even tripping about it. And she's like, you want to come back with me too? Fuck no, I, you know, it would have been fun. It, what happened was even funnier than that. Like, I just over here because I'm ordering a drink and he's over there like spitting game. Mm. And she's like, no, I already went with your friend. <laughs> and he's like, you could have us both. And I just looked to see her reaction because I was like, maybe. Like now you're curious. Like, maybe she's going to like get mad. Right. And she's like, I never did that before. Boom. And I'm like, that's not a no. That is not a no. That is not a no. That's a curious. And, and Jimmy was that's like. That's a curious. Jimmy, Jimmy, pointed, Jimmy pointed at me. And I was like, let's go, bud. <laughs> you know, like, let's get after it. He's instantly no longer mad at me. No. He's instantly like in uh, the moment. Let's go. Right? And, you know, she was like. Are you guys serious? Is it going to be a problem? And I'm like, no, bro. This is my, no, this, is my this is my guy, dude. Like we fucking go everywhere mm. in foreign countries together. Is this your first one? This is my first Devils. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, my first Devils. So I'm like, fucking, let's in go. Korea. Yeah. I love that our both of our first Devils three songs were in other countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at this point, I was just like, hey, you okay. know, fucking, let's go. Send okay. it, send it. So we walked back, <clears throat> and it started off with zero awkwardness. Yeah. Like literally I was expecting it to be like kind of a little stupid, you know what I mean? Cause she was like tentative about it. Mm. I almost, I would almost wager this was not her first because she literally, we got in the door. No, she signed up. Yeah. She, she signed up. She was committed. playing coy about it, but I think she was like down for the cause, which well, I'll, I'll respect to her. I I'll respect to like, her. You know, I'm putting the work in if I'm going to do it. I'll respect to her. No judgment. I was happy to be there a yeah. second time. Jimmy was real happy to be there, but like she poured us each like a drink of, of scotch. It was nice scotch too, mm-hmm. to her credit. It was a very nice scotch, like that's a fucking 20 year scotch, which is, you know, that's an expensive bottle. That's two, well, 200 she's plus. She's talking shit to you constantly. She yeah. better be able to back it up. Well, she, she was, she was actually like a professor at like a Korean college. Oh. So she was making probably 150 plus a year. And you know, that's good money over there. Hey mommy. Know? Yeah. She was pretty baller. Hey mommy. So, but she just launched right into it, like straight up into it. Like this has probably been her fantasy for so long. Yeah, I mean, either she had done it before, or she'd been dying to have this moment happen. Dying, and like too young, because you know when you're a soldier, like you're fit, like but you don't get a choice. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't it, get a choice. It's like working at Hooters. If you get fat, they kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> I will spit out my drink. Yeah, this is so true. It's true. <laughs> Oh yeah. So she was ready, dude. She launched right into it. Like we had, me and her had already fucked. So I, I respected the fact that she you know, Jimmy was sitting in like a fucking lounge chair and she just dove face first into his crotch. 
Good for her. And I was just like, yeah, her. I was letting the vibe develop, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, you had to. You already, like... Well, not only that, plus I already spilled some nuts, so I was like, no, nah, the, the urgency was gone for me, you know what I mean? Like, I was good, you yeah. know? But then she's, like, looking over her shoulder, like, the fuck you doing? Like, I'm like, all right, all right, fuck it. All right, fuck it. Are you going to come eat my ass while I'm sucking his dick? Yeah, and so me and Jimmy had been drinking a good bit of whiskey that whole night. Mm. And I had already nutted once. So what what, what proceeded to happen was like no exaggeration, like two and a half hours of just smashing back and forth. All yeah. the positions. Yeah. Uh, that's I, a, that's a, th- honestly, the coolest the coolest takeaway from that for me was the DP. I was in. You a, were able to do a DP on your yeah. first one. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, Good why not? Why not? We're inside a house. No, you know what I mean? No. We're in a cave. I've had another threesome. And it's like like you said, it's logistics. logistics. It's yeah, logistics, logistics. And it's also like the dick size. It's also like yep, yep. you can't have too small of a dick. I found that out in my last. Yeah, yeah. You got to have a medium dick for DP. You have to you have to be able to pack Medium dick heat. minimum. Yeah. yeah medium, medium dick di- minimum. You can't medium have dick minimum. Dick. Yeah. No. So the coolest one, the coolest position, though, was like in the in the rocking lounge chair, me on the bottom doing anal. Mm. And then Jimmy, like with the little fold out thing. He's on his knees on that, and I outweighed him just enough with her weight on top of me where he could balance on it, and then he just had her legs up over his shoulders. Dude, that's fucking hot. It was so perfect, though. Like, I I, don't, I I think you couldn't even replicate it if you had, you'd have to try a couple chairs. Now like, I want to buy have- a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm at your apartment, I just see a lounge chair in the corner. I'm like, this bitch. Yeah, this fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that like no dude that's like brilliant actually because i i can actually see the motion like that's fucking hot no it, per- it was perfect dude, it, poor, honestly this, this honestly girl, i think it's probably the best still rubs it out to this there's no way that she doesn't i mean who knows maybe maybe, maybe she got a better one maybe she's had a better one since or before even i don't know uh-huh. i didn't ask her on an interview her we we both use protection obviously we're yeah. both safe responsible sex, you know sex but you know at at, at at one point, I've always I've always been very like open about it. You know, I don't have any problem having sex with other men uh, as long as there's a woman in, involved. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't I'm not bothered by it. Like like our balls rub together, and he's like, oh, sorry, and I'm like, bro, don't trip. Stop saying, <laughs> don't, don't apologize. I'm like, don't apologize. Don't Just, apologize. You're gonna I'm make like, it weird. I was like, now it's weird. Now I it's know weird. exactly. Now it's weird, dude. I don't even mind like uh, straight dudes who like end up with women who like have hooked up with other men. Like I kind of actually kind of find it sexy because I've hooked up with women. I kind of expect the same from I mean, my I, partner I, who I've ever been with. At least give it. At least give it the fucking space to say there's a situation where if you if you're so homophobic that you're like there's no fucking way ever. Like we used to pose this question in the army. Would are you going to be homophobic against me if I hook up with a woman? Or right, exactly. That's a double standard. Exactly. You know, we would pose this question to soldiers uh, when we were just sitting around bullshit, and we'd be like, hundred million dollars, fuck a dude, fifty yard line, halftime show, Super Bowl. Would you do it? Yes. And for me, that's a hundred million dollars. I don't give a fuck, dude. I would do it. I would do it in front of my grandma. <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like, yeah, like bro. The only the only issue would be I'd have to pop a Viagra to get the job done. You know what I mean? Like that would be the only logistical pretty, issue. Uh, well, you know, you that's know, a like, pretty anxiety ridden, like everything. That's fair enough. Yeah, I'm just saying, Pop-ins. you know, like let me get into the moment and we're fucking making money, dude. Yeah, money. <laughs> First off, show me the money. Like fuck. I mean Yeah. But some dudes fifty million, I'd take it. There's such a stigma to it, and you know, this ties into later episodes of maybe unlicensed therapy, but uh that stigma was uh destroyed from my childhood you know what i mean like i there's no going back f- from the things that i experienced already so how could i look at it now 
not objectively. Right. You know. Well, I think that if anybody is not necessarily open to, I don't know. I mean, I'm a very sexually open person and I enjoy like pleasure, like very, like, and I wouldn't say hedonistic because like I don't get laid very often, but when I do, I want to be in the moment with my partner and not apprehensive about what is going to feel good for them or what is going to feel good for me. And I don't think that anybody should really be inhibiting themselves. Right. By stigmas and preconceived notions. I would, I would go a step further and say, I'm fairly hedonistic. Not to say that I'm like having sex all the time or anything, Mm. but I do mean that like my threshold for a good time and my threshold for a great time, there's a wide margin in between. But, you know, having been in the whole swinger lifestyle for so many years, Mm. having done like huge orgies, sex shows and stuff like that, like I have I have no fucking shame in in doing what is pleasurable for me as long as my my partners are consenting. You know what I mean? Like there are times when I've had situations or even other threesomes where you could tell the mood shifted for one of the people. Right. And I'm out. Yeah. Right, right when I feel that, right when I feel that vibe shift, I'm out, dude. Yeah, like, that, I don't, I don't want that. So you know what I mean? important to listen to. And I think that is what is the signification of... I really... Okay. So since you're super ultra sensitive to also to that intuitive moment of that vibe shift, you're very yeah. in tune with yourself and you can sense that spirit. You can sense that spiritual shift. Yeah. I feel like that is the demarcation of what it kind of becomes consent and what becomes exactly because it no. could start as consent and it could drift. Yes. And it could drift away from that. Yes. And then when it drifts away from that, that like moment. it's not just it's not just like even just energetically, mm-hmm. but it's body language. Yes, it's like eye contact. Yes, it's facial expression. It's, it's a full saying, picture. It doesn't have to be a ver. It doesn't have to be a word at yeah. that point. You have to be able to read somebody, yeah. and that is to me the demarcation of what is consent. Yeah. And not everybody is able to read that, and I think that might be the reason why I don't um, like. I complain about. Like when I'm single and stuff like that, I I complain about not getting it, be able to get laid. But also at the same time, though, I'm not sleeping with people that are not able to read that spiritual and body language. I'll give you a perfect example. Mm. In a partnership I had in the near past, I won't get any more specific than that. Mm -hmm. The first time her and I hooked up, you know, there was a lot of tension and build up to the moment. And then, you know, we're like two or three minutes into it and I could just tell like that shift happened. Yeah. And I just like stood up and I said, I feel like you're not okay. Yeah. Like I'm totally down to do this. I'm happy to be here, but I don't feel that energy coming from you at this moment. Yeah. Maybe we should, maybe we should pause on this. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe we should pause on this. We can always come back and try it later. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not in to that. And, and that woman was actually shook. You know what I mean? She was like, she was like, I didn't, I didn't know how to say it or I just wasn't feeling in that moment. And I was like, that's cool. Let's go back to what we were doing prior to this. Yeah. Have a couple drinks, chill, talk. I didn't have to address it. You know, I didn't have to like, like hound on it. I didn't have to hound on it. Yeah. Like, let's talk about whatever, chill. Yeah. Not even an hour and a half Good later. Not an hour and a half later, we went and knocked it out of the fucking park See, together. You know what I mean? Like, she just needed to get whatever it was that was like pulling her out of that moment. Whether it was past trauma, whether it was an ex or something that reminded her of something else. Whatever it was, 
The fact that I was like, put the brakes on for her. Turned her on even more. She was ready to go she after that. Open, yeah. uh, open her. She was like, fuck, this is what this is what man's supposed to be like. If anybody you know? can take anything from this conversation right here is the fact that he listened and applied it into a situation and it worked because it's the truth. Well, and the thing is, to and me, women, we're all to me, it's not even a know? choice or like a move that I do. It's a, it's a, it's a symptom of my trauma. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. ever want to be yeah. in a situation again yeah. where someone has taken something from me. Exactly. And how could how could I be anything but a hypocrite if I didn't give that same if I didn't give that same respect? You know what I, I mean? That. And I think that what you were saying earlier, I don't even think that it's a lot of guys can't feel it. I think that it's all humans are in tune to a level like below the surface or like on the outside of what you can hear or see or, or is being said to you. Yeah. I think that it's just, we're conditioned to ignore things. You know what I mean? And a lot of dudes, the urgency of, of getting overrides. it in, it overrides it and they ignore it. Even if it's not fully consciously, you know what I'm saying? Even yeah. if it's like a subconscious thing. And I think men especially need to do better. You know what I mean? Like even women need to do better and women too. I've been in cases where women got mad at me cause like I was just not in it, you know? And I'm like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And they get like pissy, like it's my job, you know, like this is what you're supposed to do. I've been in relationships where I had shit going on emotionally or internally, and maybe it was my bad for not communicating those things. Mm -hmm. But then when I'm not delivering the sex that that lady wants, then it's a fucking problem. I think you know, I like then I'm an asshole or then I'm not, then I'm not taking care of her needs or then I'm not respecting what she wants or then I'm cheating or, you know, something like that. Well, I think part of that though is when, um, like it, like in relationships, as like you just brought up right there, I feel that when the relationships is the relationship is going great, sex is not the most important thing. When that relationship is going south, sex kind of turns into the most important thing because it kind of turns into like this connectivity. It's a last resort connectivity, and if you're not willing to have that, that is yeah. literally when the destruction of everything. Yeah, starts I, I I agree with what you're saying because I'll I'll put it a little bit different, but I think it's. It's the same energy of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I think what it boils down to me is this. Like, in the most shitty relationships that I've had, the sex is the saving grace. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's real hard to put up with someone's shit mm -hmm. if they're not fucking giving you your drugs. I which, know. which is what it is. You know yep. what I mean? Like, giving if they're you not giving you... the dopamine hit of that great The oxytocin and that dopamine. If, if you're not getting that from a person and you're putting up with their shit. Mm -hmm. Like, if, they, if you are putting up with their shit... And the sex is fire. You'll put up with that shit for a lot longer than maybe you should. So one of my best friends, one of my closest, there's three girls. There's um, back in Petoskey. Like, we're all super tight. There's the four of us. And one of the girls, she's fucking badass. God bless her. And she has the wise words, good dick will imprison you. Good pussy will imprison you. I was just having a conversation like that with a female friend of mine yeah. this week. Good dick will imprison She was telling me stories about her ex and how fucking toxic and bullshit it was. But the sex was but amazing. The, but that dick was on point. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's a fucked up thing. Like, I put up with so much relationships, and I've had limited, limited dick. And things are turning around for me, luckily, but it... Um, Proud of you. Thank you. But I think also, too, uh, that moment in the desert that we had when we were hanging out drinking and, like, when I had yeah. that moment, like, I just, I, that, I swear that moment changed my life. That's good, though. And to where now it, like, mm-mm, I just don't give a 
fucked. I'm fine being by myself. Yeah. I'm fine having a partner. I would love a partner, and I've always wanted one. I never have needed one, but I think uh, synergistically, synergistically, I've wasn't as centered as I am now to where even though I said the words, I didn't mean the actions. Yeah. I feel like that's the summary of all my relationships. They were never quite the relationship that I should have been looking for. Mm -hmm. But the combination of things like my trauma, my abandonment issues and good sex have kept me in the pocket far longer than I ever should have stayed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's part of the growth I'm moving forward in is trying to find enough like self-healing going on my healing journey alone you know i don't like i don't mind mixing my energies with the person but for me right now it's just got to be recreationally i can't be looking for my next relationship i need to be looking for what i need to be and what i need to do to heal from all the bullshit that's left inside of me and then if i mix it up here and there and i have a little fling that's cool but the right person will come when i'm when i make myself ready for it so you know uh, the beautiful thing about life is it's such a journey and if you're open to the experiences everything is going to keep hitting you in these little pockets and it's going to be fun sometimes it's it's a true bell curve in every single little pocket that you hit like but also too that means you're living and you're not just existing like to live is a gift and to live is a blessing that not everyone gets to have and the fact that you are willing to go through all these emotions the fact that I'm willing to go through all these emotions of figuring it out you know, it's it, it's a big deal. I'm, it's a sign of growth, really. Yeah, I, I'm very lucky that I have myself like synergistically aligned into myself. My finances aren't that great, so <laughs> if anybody wants to come help me with that, I'm down because I'm working on it. But yeah, like, sponsor the mo- sponsor the podcast and make us all rich. I know for real, but I, uh, you know, besides besides my finances, I got my shit under control. You know, and I, but it's because I went through so much. Yeah. Growing up and yeah. I did so much deep. Di- I, I spent my 20s and even in my third, even now, every single day, like working on being a better person. I think that's the most yeah. important thing. And you recent, like within the past, what, 10 years came back into. Yeah, I would say came back on into this side of the crowd. I'd say I'd say within the last six or seven years, mm, oh, I've started shift, shifting, shifting in the correct direction. You know, like a, a major catalyst on honestly was my the birth of my daughter. But even no. then, I still had some shit and to work. And she just had her birthday. Happy birthday. No, not yet. The, on the 21st. On the 21st? Yeah, yeah. On Monday? Yes. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Charlotte. No. I know you're not listening. You shouldn't be listening. You should not be listening to this, but happy birthday. But yeah, I love that girl. And she did start the major shift. You know, it still took me some time. I still had some shit to work out. Yeah. And in that time, I made my mistakes and my ex-wife made her mistakes that, that brought us apart. And I've still been making mistakes even in, up until recently, but... The overall sum is that it's like better every day. I'm doing a lot better than I was a year ago or two years ago or three years ago or four years ago. And I plan to be doing a lot better next year. And all that being said, like we're in the we're in the conclusionary stage of this episode. And I just want to put a message out to the listeners. Mm. If you're out there with the wrong person for the wrong reasons, you can fix it, dude. You can get a hold of all the things that you need in life. But first, you got to go through the fire of being alone and being with yourself before you before the universe is going to put the proper person in front of you. Don't don't choose a relationship just to not be alone. Don't choose a relationship because the sex is good. Choose a relationship 
when that, that person, ignites your soul and it compliments you and that is is someone that's done the work that you're doing and they and willing to grow with you yeah we're not perfect and if you don't have that you don't have anything mm. i love it because i believe that there's nothing wrong with starting over and there's nothing wrong with figuring that out you know it's a scary thing to do but love is out there and if you don't want love there's lots of sex out there there's lots of that there's lots of like you know un unfortunately for me like getting back into like kind of the lighter things i have definitely made <laughs> some healing choices of um the best way to get over someone is under <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i'm a firm believer in that but here's my caveat but i've been working on, i'm 36 now this yeah, is but like here's my caveat my is the best way to get Even like a is the best way to get over someone to get under someone yes but not underneath another relationship that no, you didn't need no you know what i'm no. saying don't know their name yeah. ask yeah. them what their name is yeah i mean i pull, get it pull, you know? like women especially with me pull that power move like what's yeah. your name that is a power move that is a power move. that's fucking big clit energy right there <laughs> i didn't know like i'm like legitimately <laughs> being like real about it like i don't yeah. mean to be real no, i believe you 100 percent. i have no doubt in what you're saying I feel like what's your name again and like horrified poor guys so what's your name what's your handles yeah <laughs> Uh, who are you again? Alex, model, centerfold. Oh yeah, we oh. met. We met. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt. I doubt you or anyone that's met you, especially from my circle of friends, is gonna forget you anytime soon. Oh my God, I felt really bad that I wasn't able to come to the party. That's okay. It's, I was so moody. Just. It's all right. Not, it was better. I started it, my lady time and just. Also, though, you always rest. got to. You always got to take care of you. You know what I mean? Like it's this. Been a wild month. Just this with the weekend. Magazine release and everything and. This weekend, I'm chilling, dude. I'm doing house shit. Yeah, I got work tomorrow. I have Sunday, Monday off, but like, yeah, even last weekend when I was like keeping it chill, I still went out, and I ran into some people that even recognized me still from the magazine release, you know, and I was just like, that's super dope. It really was actually, it could have definitely boosted my ego a little bit, but it's been pretty stressful because I, um, I'm a social person, but for the most part I stay alone. I'm definitely like a lone wolf. So I have like the people I visit sort of deal. I don't have, but I maintain control over it, over it sort of thing. And I've just had people like bombarding me in my, messages and my phone calls and my dms and my life and wanting to talk to me and it's just been slightly overwhelming and i got uh i have taken more responsibilities on with my job i have yeah we were talking about another that. photo shoot coming up here in three weeks down in vegas it's for, a lot on the plate i have a lot going on nobody and it felt really bad for nobody nobody will begrudge you at least nobody that matters for taking the time you need for yourself you know i was just being a brat and i need to be alone what do you think, Alex? You think we got anything else to cover? Or you think we done a we done the damn thing? I think we did the damn thing. You want to drop it? Yay! All right, what's your socials? All right, well, you can, as always, find me at J. <laughs> Granite under dash. What's your name? Official. <laughs> what's your name? I just forget the tag, but you can also find uh, my art at Unlicensed and Unhinged. Our art. On Instagram. Our art in heaven. Our art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. <laughs> Do it for the culture. When kingdom come, <laughs> it will be done on earth as it is in heaven. No, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I know. I was raised Catholic. I know all this shit. Yeah, yeah. Not all of our listeners are Catholic. So yeah, I've know. raised a couple Catholics. You have? Yeah, with my penis. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
Shut the fuck up. That was great. Anyway, yeah, that was good. That my was socials, obviously, Northern underscore exposure. Come on, hang out with me to chat. My adventures are all pretty hilarious, even on my stories. I'm always up to something, even when I'm not on the podcast with Jeremy, hanging on out. But it's true. You she, know, she'd be doing it. I'm doing it. Unlicensed and unhinged. Follow our hashtag. Follow Reno Podcasting. Follow the both of us. We also got Mike Gaddy. Yep. Missed that motherfucker. I wish he was here, but I'm also kind of glad that he's not because he's. He'd have been blushing like a motherfucker. Oh, man. Tonight. He would have been shocked Pikachu. Oh, yeah. Shocked Pikachu. Perfect, though. We're going to get him. Yeah, we're going to get him into some fucking kink episodes just to get him like exposed to I just want to see bit. how ready gets because yeah. he's tan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's tan. He'll get so I want to see how ready yeah. gets. It'll be good. I love It'll it. It'll be good for him, too, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, we love you guys. We're happy to have you yeah. on. We'll have you back for another Kington Unhinged. And yeah, that's an inaugural episode. I'm proud of the work we did tonight. I think this is going to be a banger of an episode. And uh, on the subject of Unlicensed and Unhinged on Instagram, follow for future projects because we're going to start doing some live events pretty soon. Boop. They're in the works. That being said, live from Jerry Lago, good night, good day, and goodbye. Keep it sexy.